Hi, this is Steven. I once trained and worked as an actor in Hollywood. Today, I host Hollywood and Beyond podcast here in my hometown of Cincinnati, where I strive to bring you meaningful interviews. I hope you will enjoy my podcast. Thanks for listening. This is Freddy Moyano. Welcome to Hollywood and Beyond with your host, Stephen Brittingham. Send host Stephen Brittingham your comments and questions to Hollywood and Beyond Show at gmail.com. That is Hollywood and Beyond Show at gmail.com. Stephen looks forward to hearing from you soon. Hi, this is Carrie Genzel, actor, producer, writer, and creator of stateofslay.com. Slay, in this case, being an acronym for self-love, appreciate you. State of Slay is a blog that I created documenting my journey from the darkness of depression to living in the light today and focusing on the positive. It is a safe place to encourage one another and walk together as we find empowerment and self-love. I hope you'll join me on my blog, stateofslay.com, where we walk and slay together. Slay on. You can receive all the latest episodes of Hollywood and Beyond with Stephen Brittingham delivered to your favorite listening device by subscribing to the show on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or whatever happens to be your favorite podcast listening service. Don't miss out. Tune in. And now, your host, actor and writer, Stephen Brittingham. Hello, friends and listeners. Welcome to Hollywood and Beyond Live Edition. It's so nice to have everybody here. I'm very excited to be doing this live presentation today with my guest, Freddie Moyano. Very excited to have him here with me today. This will be Freddie's second visit with me on Hollywood and Beyond. He was a guest back on season one of the show, which you can listen to anytime here on Podbean or uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you might uh, listen to you uh, podcast, but hopefully here on Podbean. It was just a wonderful, sentimental, and just enjoyable interview experience. We are going to be joining him in, uh, here on the show in just a moment, so I will return shortly. Thank you, everyone. I appreciate it. We are uh, ready to go. And uh, this is host Stephen Brittingham. For those of you uh, who may be unaware, I am the uh, not only the host of Hollywood and Beyond, I am the creator, the producer, the editor, and I also book most of my guests. So uh, maybe many of you out there wear a lot of different hats. That would certainly describe me as well. Hollywood and Beyond actually began live on an online radio network back in the summer of 2016. 
So for over a year, half of my interviews were actually uh, done live. And the other half became recorded. Eventually, I moved uh, the show from the network over to the show's official YouTube channel. And then after that, I decided, you know what? Time to expand the show to the big podcast listening platforms such as Podbean. And back in September of 2018, that is exactly what I did. I rebooted the show. And so for those of you who don't know, all of those past episodes between 2016 and September of 2018 are being added bit by bit. I upgraded my equipment uh, just in time for the reboot. And uh, here we are on season two now of Hollywood and Beyond. Well, everyone, it's uh, Monday. I want to wish you a wonderful day in advance and a wonderful week in advance. And I hope that this finds all of you doing exceptionally well out there. I know we're all dealing with a very, very challenging time right now. But you know what? Together, we can all get through this and hopefully uh, have some uh, much more brighter days ahead. Well, I'd like to go ahead and uh, welcome my guest, Freddie Moyano, to the show. I would like to let uh, those of you who may not know who Freddie is, hopefully some of you do, but if you don't, no worries. Uh, he is an actor, and he has been a, a part of a lot of film projects, had a lot of interesting and uh, uh, fun experiences as an actor, very talented man, but he's multi-talented. That is who Freddie Moyano is. He's multi-talented. He is a voiceover artist. Perhaps I should call him a voiceover master because he's very, very skilled at it. He has a lot of audio books that you can listen to that has been released and published. And when Freddie first visited me on Hollywood and Beyond, he shared a lot of projects um, that he had done and one that he was working on. And he's going to be giving us an update on a project that he had mentioned at that time, and I'm very excited to learn more about it. He is also uh, hosting a festival along with a group of others that I am very, very excited to uh, learn about. There is really just so much to talk about. I couldn't ask for a better gentleman to uh, be a part of my first live presentation. So without further ado, and let me just say uh, before we begin, if you are listening, you're going to be able to speak with Freddie and myself um, probably in about 30 to 35 minutes, I would say. So please stick around for that. Freddie Moyano, welcome back to Hollywood and Beyond, my friend. Hello. Thank you so much. Uh, I hope you can hear me well. I am very I excited. I am very honored. And I, I cannot believe when I got the, your team uh, your team's call uh, to to get me on this uh, pioneer way of of getting your show. Uh, I almost jumped off my seat. Uh, I <laughs> I know you well, and I'm glad I it was spoken. a good reaction. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was. Is it, it's uh, you would have you would have clapped or have your audience clap at me if you had seen me jump off my seat the way I did. No. <laughs> very very <laughs> very very excited um, and. Um, I think we are, in, as you mentioned, in challenging times. I'm actually in my pajamas, if I may say. Oh, <laughs> very I, nice. I was, I'm all for I it. I was told it was, <laughs> was going to be a podcast. So, I, I, but nobody I'm sure can most see you. So no harm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, just so you know, I actually, um, I, I, I am more clothed than you. So, hey, I'll make up <laughs> for both of us. 
<laughs> yeah, no, that, uh, that, uh, you know, in, in most of us are, uh, we're all in this together. I think it yes. took us all by surprise, right? A few weeks ago and we're still there and we're still kind of, uh, trying to, you know, keep a positive attitude and, uh, and keep busy in these times. I've, I think I've been busier than in a long time in terms of opportunities I've had to learn online, uh, be it, uh, you know, editing programs, uh, for audio, for imaging, uh, and busy with the movie festival that you mentioned, uh, which, uh, in the production on audiobook production that I'm working on that you mentioned as well, that we'll all talk about later, but yeah, thank you so much. My pleasure. I'm so glad to have you back on here. I really enjoyed your first visit back on season one, which folks can listen to out there when they're finished uh, listening to uh, your live visit with me. Um, so once again, welcome, Freddie. So I would like to mention to the folks out there uh, before we uh, begin our conversation uh, more in depth with Freddie. For those of you who don't know much about me as a host, I would just like to share briefly that in addition to being a host, a podcast host, I am also an actor and writer. And the reason I wanted to mention that is it helps me to often have a unique connection with my guests because I can understand a lot of um, uh, their uh, challenges that they face as artistic people. And I just wanted to be sure to mention uh, all, all of that with you out there as well. So uh, for those who are with us now, welcome. We appreciate you being here very, very much. Freddie, would you mind letting the folks know where you are joining me from today in your pajamas? Uh, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm in uh, beautiful Green Bay, Wisconsin, United States. Um, it's, uh, I've been here for quite a few years. And uh, I grew up, um, I was born and raised in Spain, in Europe. And about half of my life I've been here. So I've been here, you know, almost a couple of decades. So you can kind of figure out how, how old or how young I am. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, I'm uh, yeah, I, I cannot complain. I love the cool temperatures. And here in Green Bay, we get a lot of those. Um, so, yes. Well, I once lived in Hollywood, uh, but I'm now back in my hometown of Cincinnati, Ohio. And I would just like to say it is a beautiful day. It rained all day yesterday, but I'm just so grateful to see the sunshine back out. And, and that is just a wonderful way to start the week. Well, uh, Freddie, how have you been dealing more specifically with being quarantined uh, and, and, you know, in dealing with what we're all dealing with. How are you and family holding up with the situation? Good, good. Uh, it's great to see the family every day. I'm a very um, family-oriented person. Uh, and those of you who know me uh, follow what I do and what I post uh, publicly. Uh, I do a lot of cooking, so I've been doing that not twice as much, but pretty much in the, at the same level. I love uh, showcasing my dishes, <laughs> and a lot of that is all the Mediterranean <laughs> Uh, touch that I grew up with, uh, that my mom, uh, who's still alive, you know, te taught me and teaches me. Uh, and um, I, I think cooking is a great therapy, and so is uh, doing voiceover. I've been doing uh, quite a bit of it in terms of uh, doing promo, uh, audio. Um, my audio book. Uh, I have my home studio. Um, I work on it weekly. But at the same time, I'm doing a lot of editing work. Um, so that keeps me busy. 
and uh, I go for walks because uh, it is allowed here where I am. And uh, I think um, no matter what, uh, this will pass. And speaking of uh, voiceover, um, I know we'll have uh, plenty of ch- plenty of time to talk about, it, but I would love it if any of you listeners, um, you know, kind of share your thoughts and questions and comments. Because when I was told in 2016, which is when I kind of started doing this from my from my home, that all I needed was a laptop and a microphone, I could not believe it. And that's all I was told. The rest I did on my own by going online to all of those beautiful um, YouTube uh you know, uh, shows and videos, it's at uh, workshops. And I, and by falling a lot, I had to fall and fail a lot sound wise, etc. cetera, uh, to, to get to the almost 30 publications I have on, on audible.com and Amazon and iTunes. Uh, a, a lot of learning. It, yes. A lot of learning. Um, and I assume trials and errors, a lot of moments where you may have been frustrated, like, Mm -hmm. how am I going to really do this? But you kept at it. And that's the, that's the key, isn't it? You kept at it and you learned from the, um, experience. Yes, yes, exactly. And, um, I think, uh, it, it takes, I mean, you can watch a lot of, a lot of YouTube uh, explanatory videos to get your settings right on your microphone, to get your setting right settings right on Audacity, which is the software that I use. But it, it's going to take a lot of testing on your part. The first thing you want to do, guys, for those of you who want to get started in the voiceover industry, in the audio industry from home right now, you're listening and say, okay, Freddie, I don't even have a pen. Don't worry about it. This interview is going to be, uh, you know, reposted on the whole deal okay but here so just listening because that's a big part of voiceover listening (laughs) i would just say find a good spot in your house a closet with good acoustics closet where you can fit your your laptop and your microphone okay if you can actually you don't even have to close the doors of the closet you don't don't shut them because there's going to create a lot of echo okay I think uh, if you find a closet that serves your purpose, try recording a few um, lines from that. And it may not be a bad spot. You you may get a lot of echo on the microphone. You may need to move the microphone a little bit inside the closet. Okay, so once you have that setting, guys, all you have to do is download the free program, which there's many out there, but I use Audacity. And I'm not connected with Audacity in any way, shape, or form, by the way. I'm just disclosing that. But it, it so seems that is the program that has worked best for me because it hasn't changed much over the versions, the new versions, et cetera. And, just, and that is uh, free software, is it not? It's free software. There's yes. also a website that's called acx.com to whom I'm not connected. They're linked to Audible, et cetera. And that's where I post and where I audition for most of my uh, voiceover work. In fact, um, I, uh, I'm going to be typing it. Uh, I'm not good at multitasking, but I'm going to be typing it right now just so people know what this website is. Okay. Here it is. ACX.com. 
acx.com will no problem will and they have tutorials and if and sometimes it's not their tutorials but people who used acx that platform to submit to bid for audiobooks etc the tutorials will give you the right settings for your audio you want to be at anywhere between minus 18 decibels to minus 23 decibels okay in your record in your final output what's your final output your uh, mp3 or wav extension audio files okay don't go below that threshold or and don't go over that because um if you go below that threshold at minus 16 your uh, audio is going to sound really loud okay and it's not going to be uh, admitted and allowed by the folks at acx uh, when it comes to final quality approval before your audiobook recording goes into the the market okay so keep that in mind uh, the audio is important okay and um if, and then once you once you have those specs they are recorded for on audacity for as many times as you use them so you don't have to set the settings every time you open audacity or no uh, that'll be all set there once you have those settings how they like uh, the four or five things you need to do um, um, which is amplifying compressing uh, you can do leveling of the track, mastering the track. That's all a simple process. You don't have to go to college or or, or be an engineer, an audio engineer, to uh, work on your, um, you know, your audio. Because keep this in mind, guys. The voiceover industry, unless you have a guy who is going to be engineering all of your sound, it's going to be a one-person team, Okay. It's going to be you narrating from your closet. It's going to be you editing your own audio tracks and cleaning them up. And if you want to know what the meaning of cleaning them up is, just listen to a couple of books on audible.com or iTunes.com or whatever, whatever you know, you listen to audiobooks. And that crisp uh, sound will come out of your microphone. You don't need an expensive gear. Anything with a uh, $40 microphone, uh, condensed microphone that you can find online will do. Uh, if, do I need phantom power, which is the extra power to the microphone? Yes, I started with that, but now you get those that are uh, powered through the, your USB uh, jack on your laptop. Get that. Uh, I truly recommend it, and I'm not connected to that, the Yeti microphone. And I'm going to type it right here. Uh, the Yeti microphone. Uh, I think I paid just a little over $100 for mine. It's worked. Well, I actually use the Blue Yeti as well, Freddie. Wow. Well, there you go. That makes uh, two of us. It's it's sturdy, as you know. It's, um, I mean, we're not, mm, again, this is not an advertising, advertising session for the Yeti and the folks who, who make microphones. I started with a much uh, more more inexp inexpensive microphone myself, and I, I and when I say I started, it, I I went about a year or two with that until I upgraded. But uh, the Yeti is really good once it's sure well is. calibrated. Yeah, once it's well calibrated, don't move it around. If you keep it on a on a spot in your closet, keep it there. Okay, don't move it. Try not to move it higher for the next recording. 
it just will affect the quality of your recording overall. Okay, that's uh, that's a main advice. But you'll you'll notice and realize that maybe one day you'll sound with an echo, but the other day you won't. Well, that that echo you probably will have to redo that. Uh, make sure the microphone is on, as I mentioned in my previous interview in September when we spoke last year. You know, oh, very, I, very true. Nothing worse than <laughs> working on an <laughs> audio project and not having the on button on. The, yeah, have no, that on. No doubt sure about on. that. Yeah. I, I lose sleep. I think that's uh, something I might have nightmares about. That well, and I you did know, an interview spec- and I didn't record it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, I really appreciate you sharing your expertise on voiceover work. We'll certainly discuss some more of that as well. I thought, though, Freddie, if we could just backtrack just a little bit, uh, even though you shared this with me uh, on your first visit, would you mind letting folks know where you are from? I am from uh, Madrid, Spain. And I grew up there. It's a, in Madrid is a very metropolitan uh, area. And um, just to give you a little bit of my background, yes, I do. I have background in uh, movies, etc., audio, etc. Yeah, I mean that all started pretty much in college, uh, because in college uh, I went, I went there with the goal of becoming a journalist. Um, but in the five-year journey of college over there. And part of it was abroad in Brussels, Belgium, uh, for a year in an internship where I had a lot of marketing, promo classes. Um, a lot of what I do today, I learned back then, um, but over the times, so of course. Back in college, I would go into a video room, <laughs> VHS. There were about 40 TVs in one of those rooms that... And I, I have to say, I even skipped a few classes just because I was a, a movie buff. You know, I would just go and watch movies, specifically from Alfred Hitchcock. That was a big influence for me in the camera tricks, etc. I watched them. I paid. I am not one to take written notes, but I did a lot of mental notes. The Cary Grant and all those actors, how they act, how they move, how the scene is, how is the cinematography, and the whole deal. In Brussels, other than marketing, I did a lot of color and audio um, uh, workshops. And one of the workshops consisted of putting of putting together like an audio drama with okay. a group of four, five, four, five folks. But let me tell you one thing: I I felt miserable because I felt like all of my uh, Belgian uh, uh, fellow students did everything and I did nothing. I, I guess I was just an add on to the group <laughs> and, and I felt bad. I had no gear. I had nothing. I never even got, you know, but they recorded all the sound effects, everything from scratch. Mm, I when I listened to it, I said, I cannot believe my team did this. I had not done a single thing, <laughs> but I learned, <laughs> but I was so wowed that that kind of, uh, uh, transported itself into my mind. And that mm-hmm. really resided there for many years until in 2016, I decided to do, you know, I had done radio broadcasting in the late 1990s, and that was great in sports, which I love. But then then I came to the uh, United States, and I pursued a career in the insurance industry. Uh, and that's where I spent 13 years. And I got tired of, uh, no disrespect, and I respect everyone, but I got tired of corporate life, corporate America, uh, in terms of not letting me enjoy what I created. Um, 
so I decided I wanted to be creative and I wanted to use my gifts and what God gave me. Uh, uh, I wanted that to be put into perspective. I, and, and so I, I was lucky enough, uh, and maybe not lucky, but uh, blessed, let's put it that way, that God pointed me in the direction of uh, Los Angeles. And I went there in 2016 and I met my um, um, biggest mentor in in my career um, still today, uh, Sergio Bruna. Sergio Bruna was the host of the first uh, uh, nightlife, uh, uh, first um, kind of like a comedy uh, night show, you know, where you get guests, etc. in Spanish. So he was a pioneer there and he pushed me into creating my current company, Moyano Lingua, and that's what I did. And from one thing to the other, I quit the insurance business. I took a big risk because I didn't know how things were going to go, but I kind of jumped directly without almost thinking about it. And I, <laughs> and yeah, there were some downs that kind of made me almost think of quitting and going back to corporate world. But then I thought, no, uh, I think it's, um, I need to keep going. And then, you know, a lot of the projects that I do as a contractor for many companies and, you know, to help them promote their work and uh, with content in English and Spanish is still going on today through my company. And I'm very happy and glad about that. But I don't regret, I don't regret quitting the insurance business. I think it gave me a lot of legal knowledge and, and good value and acumen. And I'm not saying by any means that people should quit everything they're doing. You know, of course, uh, just uh, follow your path and run your race. And listen to your heart. That That's correct. You know, I, so many amazing folks who have visited me on the show, Freddie, including yourself, have shared you. stories that are similar. Where, for example, they I had there was a, a guest who was um, already a part of the medical field, um, mm -hmm. a, a young lady, and you know what? She couldn't shake that feeling that she wanted to pursue her dreams for acting, and and she she quit and moved to LA, mm -hmm. and some wonderful things is happening for her. It is though important to realize it's not easy to always make that decision. When you are involved mm -hmm. with a, a career that is financially stable and, and, and all of the benefits that come with it, maybe you still live in your hometown or you're happy where you are, you know, it can be very frightening and make you feel insecure. You know, I just don't know if I can step into unknown waters, but you know what? At the end of the day, you really have to listen to your heart and ask yourself, will you truly be happy? doing what you're doing now for the next several decades to come? Or will there, there be a day where you go, you know what? I should have followed my heart and, and give, it, give it a try. Give it a try. And, and yes. I, always, uh, I always have such admiration for people who had that courage because it's not easy. There are no guarantees either. As you know, Freddie, there's going to be a lot of ups and downs, a lot of challenges. And uh, it's definitely something that requires planning and commitment and hard work. But if you have passion and heart, so many wonderful things can happen. And look at you, Freddie. You know, doing that job, uh, obviously, um, I have no doubt that you did a great, um, you were a great contribution to what you did. But, you know, that might have been kind of doing the same thing over and over to a certain extent. You were probably ready to spread your wings. Yes, it's never too late, and you're not going to be 100% ready either. 
Um, if you go, if you're gonna wait until you're 100 ready, you can come up with the this fiction story where this 85 year old guy uh, who had been taking uh, five college degrees, etc., as to how to become an actor, etc., said at finally at the age of 85, said, "Well, finally, I'm ready to audition for roles." Oh and my. then uh, five minutes later. He goes, and this is fiction, of course. Five minutes later, he goes out the street and he, get, he gets run over by a truck and, and dies, right? <laughs> so what was all that knowledge? Uh, should, in, in other words, don't wait to be 100% ready because you're not going to be 100% ready. You're not going to have the, per, you're not going to find the perfect home when you go house hunting. Uh, you're not going to, I mean, it, it's a matter of deciding, okay, I'm going to go with the basics right now that I know, and then I'm going to expand. It's almost like when you buy, when you buy a, a camera to film. Uh, um, I, I actually recently purchased a, a cinematic uh, a camera myself. Well, I didn't want to go with uh, 500 lenses. You know, I, I kind of went with one that kind of covered my needs, you know, because I love uh, documentary filming. I love uh, filming nature. So um, that's what I did. You can always add the options later on uh, and you may be glad you, you waited because patience is key in this whole deal. Um, you may realize that you wouldn't have needed this uh, fancy light that you had in mind for your camera from day one because natural light is probably even better. And a lot of what you do is you do it outside. And I'm telling you from the perspective of myself, uh, filmmaker, and I do documentaries. Thank goodness they've won awards. And I so I... But not all of them have won any stuff, you know. You always kind of learn, you know, as to what worked and what didn't work, you know. Thank you for sharing that, Freddie. And we'll certainly get back to more of uh, suggestions and, and and advice and techniques that you recommend for voiceover work because you were in a nice groove there. I, I would like to follow up, though, on something I mentioned earlier uh, during the interview, and that is um, when you were last on Hollywood and Beyond – you are finishing up and releasing Dark Visions, a thriller audiobook. And yes. I would love to know how has the aftermath been for Dark Visions and how can folks out there give it a listen if they're interested? Dark Visions is has been a blessing. It is a thriller, an audio thriller. It's about eight hours long. It is on Amazon, iTunes, and um the audiobook was completed in August, uh, I want to say, or September, shortly after we spoke uh, last time. And um, the it has been doing really well. I did take a risk, which some folks didn't like, and that's fine. And that's another thing. And I'm glad you asked me about Dark Visions because some folks loved my voice and the voices I put for the characters and some other folks said that I was the wrong narrator. Wow. That's oh, don't, really? get to, don't get to take it. Yeah. Because they felt the I was doing a, my voice was doing a disservice to the novel and the author, uh, Maxine O'Callaghan, who is a great author, legendary. She is a recipient of many awards and she's even being showcased on uh, Alfred Hitchcock magazine. Nonetheless, I I think they said that they would have preferred a female author 
because of the voices, etc. Well, let me tell you what. I don't know if I do my female pitches well or not. <laughs> but um, all I know <laughs> is that one thing goes in my ear. <laughs> I, I, I can take I, a lot of what many. they say. Yeah, I can take a, you can take feedback. You cannot reject fi- feedback flatly. You always take a, a good thing or two out of it. But what you cannot do is get the negative feedback only. Uh, and so I brought that negative feedback up front in this interview right now because, for as an example, that sh- you shouldn't. It still has amazing reviews, over thirty some reviews, and uh, it is selling well. And uh, I've had very good comments from people who felt really identified uh, because this is a psychological thriller. And and so, yes, there are things that are not going to work uh, well on an audiobook, uh, but that gets you even more ready for the next one. And, and I'm, and so dark visions, dark visions is an audiobook that I can listen to over and over. You know, in fact, when I'm, when I'm driving, I love to play it again because it's, it's a, it's, it's, it's great to, to see if you believe in the world of, you know, the spiritual, et cetera, and and in uh, the sixth sense and having a, a little bit of a sixth sense to see things through life that's just going to captivate you um so yeah thanks for asking that one that's been it's it's been doing fairly well well congratulations on your hard work i'm very happy Thank for you. you anything that i've heard you do freddie has been very enjoyable and professional thank you and i'd like to encourage my listeners out there or anybody who might be joining us to Definitely uh, listen to your uh, voiceover work. It's very, very enjoyable. There's nothing like listening to a good story. And, and you, are, you, you are very colorful with the characters. But you, you know what? You have a nice touch to it. You really know how to um, you know, bring to life some characters. And in many situations, you, it's not about overdoing it. You just add a little touch here and there to, to let you know which character is which. It's very enjoyable, very well done. So thank you. I really, really appreciate that. Now, I believe you are working on a project that's going to be nine hours in length. Yes, uh, it's called. That's a lot of hours, Freddie. (laughs) A lot of hours. (laughs) And on this one, I'm actually slowing down. And normally, it doesn't take me more than three months to go, you know, go over that and edit, et cetera, and get it right to go out to the market. You know, if you do a little bit every day, but keep in mind, as I mentioned earlier, it's not just about narrating; it's also about editing and making sure the product sounds well. Uh, so, what I'm doing now is I'm narrating chunks of, you know, about 15 minutes per week. You know, it's not a it's not a big pace, but it's it's definitely 15 to 20 minutes per week, and that chunk of narration I am editing and cleaning up right away, um, and then I'm uploading it into the ACX server so I don't lose my stuff in case there's an accident. Okay, that is my recommended approach. I've done everything you can think of, like narrating a full eight hours of a or four hours of an audiobook and then go back and realize that perhaps it was a big challenge because when you're working with very long tracks, the, the quality suffers on the, on the track, on the audio, um, because there's a lot more uh, possibilities of uh, unclean gaps in between the words, okay? I see. Uh, those noises that you need to remove, okay? So with shorter tracks it's just like 
eating, I don't know, like a hot dog competition, right? I haven't been part of one of those, but I, you know, if you, if you read all about it, you know, one of those competitions, they need to dip the hot dog bun in water. Why? Because then you can digest it better in, in chunks and better, you know, the same thing with this. You can, (laughs) you, you just break it, break down your track. And don't worry if the the chapter or the episode you're working in is 40 pages long. You can take a break after five minutes and you can do sub-chapters on Audible. Because again, remember, you're bringing to life uh, a novel, you're bringing to life a drama, you're bringing to life, uh, you know, things that, so give it your own style. You will not uh, breach anything if you pause yourself at some point and label something as chapter two a chapter two b the the listener will definitely appreciate it because then they can go back to where they were uh, at a future point in time and say oh you know what chapter two is big but i'm so glad freddie split this into five sections because now i can go into and so that's what i'm doing in the last few audiobooks and it has received a lot of good feedback uh, I have also, let me mention, uh, narrated a book on bipolar disorder, and that was uh, last fall. I was just a few weeks after we interviewed. Uh, that one's been doing really well as well uh, from um, um, licensed professional out of Michigan. Uh, I don't have, um, you know, uh, I'm not, I haven't been affected by bipolar disorder or anybody in my family, but I have always had interest in that aspect of um, I see. that in that disorder. I, and I think a lot of the items, uh, which you can see if you type Freddie Moyano on audible.com, you can access the bipolar disorder audiobook. A lot of the lifestyle tips uh, that are given to families and patients, they can be applied to your own life too. And I've actually, like, for instance, what like setting roadblocks? Uh, that's something that I never ever ever even th- gave thought of. You know, when somebody's really sending you a lot of messages on social media, just kind of put that. Learn how to mute that. Learn how to kind of don't let people get into your feelings. Don't let them get into your. So that, and for bipolar disorder. Uh, is important because it, if you don't do that, uh, if you don't do roadblocks, uh, if if you don't practice those exercises and things, then it can kind of affect you. And so, I really recommend that you. I think it's a three-hour audiobook. It's like a self-help guide with practical examples. It's just it, it's not just for for people who are suffering uh, this disorder. It's for it's pretty much for everybody. Well, I really appreciate your description, and, and that is a very important and meaningful topic, and thank you for sharing that, and uh, you're just involved with so many interesting projects, and it thank seems you. like uh, every time I turn around, you're involved with something new, or you mentioned earlier <laughs> that you're not one to multitask, but I'm not so sure about that, my friend. <laughs> I like to concentrate a lot on what I do, though. Yeah, but so I mean, in that the is moment, important it's hard to multitask. Too, yes. But I've, I'm one. Uh, I like to in my kitchen. I have three or four pots going uh, most times, because I want to make the most of my time. 
The big problem is I eat uh, I eat very fast. If you if you're sit with me at oh, the table, okay. I'll probably be done in half the time you are. You know. Oh uh, my! That's something I'm working on. I'm working okay. on that. Let me tell you. <laughs> that's uh in and I gotta say your show is amazing uh, because there's well, people. thank you. Uh, some of the guests that you've been getting there, I I remember the state of slay. I remember that. Uh, yes. it's Still in my mind. You know, I to practice that and and I follow with actor. Um, a Carrie Ginzel. Yes, so I follow Carrie. Wonderful on. conversation. Mm-hmm. I follow her on Instagram. She's great. Her tips are amazing. And, well, I'll be sure to let Carrie know as soon as we're done here, Freddie. If she doesn't <laughs> stop you. by, I'll be sure to send her a message that uh, you mentioned. Yeah, such nice compliments about her. Well, yeah, because it's all about pulling a good smile at you, at what you're doing, waking up with a fresh perspective, uh, um, and so. So yeah, that that brings me into multitasking. Yes, uh, I I do it, but I, I try to concentrate on what I do. And going back to uh, mm, real quick um, uh, to uh, the eyes of perfection, it's gonna come out this fall. Uh, it's a nine-hour audiobook. I have narrated so far about two hours of it. I think you guys are gonna love it. And if you want to know what uh, the flavor is all about, um, there is a um, I can share later on or whenever, you know, uh, it is on my website, um, moyanolengua.com, M-O-Y-A-N-O, lengua.com. You can uh, see the preview, the, a trailer that I did in December for it. This preview promo trailer has won several awards in the international circuit uh, on audio, etc. And it's only 50 seconds, kind of like a teaser to the audiobook and uh, showcasing the novel, which I did for uh, Latrina Mitchell great author and a best-selling author in Arkansas. So I think the eyes of perfection is going to break a lot of the molds. Uh, it has a lot of the flavor, let me add real quick, of um, uh, Sense of the Sun, which is my uh, perhaps my most popular audiobook out there with over 70 reviews. Um, the thing that changes a little bit, uh, it's definitely Italian descent characters, which is a genre I love. Uh, and I think it fits really well with my style, but it's not as rough as um, as um, a, a, as a narration because I, it's not a Sicilian accent. It's, it's more of a uh, everybody can kind of understand and get by accent. There's many characters, and I love the Eyes of Perfection because uh, it's almost like Latrina wrote it thinking of of the audio version there's a lot of dialogue so it keeps you going it feels like you're listening mm-hmm. to a drama and in fact i'm actually adding i've only done that with like five audiobooks of mine i'm adding some sound effects subtle not too much i don't want to overload okay. it because that's another and the sound effects make you visualize the story even better because there's so much great dialogue that sometimes the sound kind of helps in you know carrying sure. you through like when a car speeding down the highway our main yes. um uh, yeah, so that that kind of sets you in the scene, and um, I've shared that with the author, and I got I've gotten real good feedback, and that's where we're going. So, but yeah, well, I, I can I just ask you right here and now, Freddie, because it's the perfect time to ask you. Uh, I've basically been discovering, you know, audiobooks uh, recently, uh, and mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to diving in and listening to more. Uh, obviously I enjoy what I call the power of audio. 
that's one of the things I love about being a podcast host is, mm-hmm. is how audio and conversation can take you to so many places in your mind and your heart. And that is something I really enjoy doing. But I want to ask you, when it comes to telling a story in a book, are most people not using sound effects? I, I, I'm sure if you use too many Perhaps that could be distracting, but are people adding um, a sound effect here and there, or is it mostly just the individual telling the story? Well, I'm glad you asked me that. We're seeing the two uh, sides of the spectrum. Books, audiobooks, which is most of them without sound effects. And then we're seeing those uh, dramatized audio productions which have the sound effects, which those are my favorite ones. I grew up listening to Peter Pan and, and such, okay? I'm trying to incorporate a little bit of both. Uh, I have not gotten any pushback from ACX on the ones that I've tried. The thing I'm, I, I would say and recommend is music, Use unless you're using a nice piano music, if you want to use a scratchy tune for the beginning of each episode, that can kind of wear out the listener. I've listened. And the reason why is I've read many reviews on many audiobooks that I've listened to myself and I listen to like, you know, two or three a month, you know, because you got to listen to some audiobooks to get ideas. I, that's my recommendation, right? Um, they were complaining on on books on, for, from famous authors that went into audio that have 10,000, tens of thousands of listeners and over 25,000 reviews, you know, authors that I okay. love that they were saying that music at the end of the chapter to close was annoying. And that takes away mm. from the story. You don't want to take the listener away from if the story. If you have too you much. Wanna, too much is, so do subtle and make sure it works. But if you have a, it depends on the, on the writer. If the writer helps you saying he said, she said, um, then, but in, in my case, with Latrina's amazing work, you don't get a lot of that uh, because the, the dialogues flow real amazingly and fast between the Italian characters with the Italian way of thinking of Camilla Geruso, the main character who is an artist and what she does and how she's there. It's all psychological. So uh, yeah, the audio is going to help a lot there. Otherwise I would just maybe limit it to some music at the end of certain chapters or if it helps to break things and and maybe even do some, uh, you know, car acceleration uh, if it helps, you know, but make sure you use those consistently. Don't use audio effects in one chapter and then, or, or if somebody's reading a letter or uh, I usually use the echo, um, you know, the reverb, uh, technique, um, for, uh, an, uh, an audacity that really has worked well. There's always going to be one person who hates it, but there's going to be about eight out of 10 who love it. The reverb is a great technique to express the thoughts of a character. So you're just making an, a novel come out alive. How would this sound if I listened to it? If I listen to myself later, a few months down the line, how would you want this audiobook to sound? That's a question. Well, thank you for sharing just all of this wonderful feedback, Freddie, with me and the listeners. Thank you so much. Uh, I will share that one of the things that I do as a host in regards to audio for, for Hollywood and beyond is I asked myself, what can I do that's different than my competition? What can I do as an artist that's different? And I came up with the idea of doing what I call classic radio style introductions. So when appropriate, Some of my guests have been on, for example, I've had guests from the television show Dallas, one of my all-time favorite primetime television shows. And you know what? It gives me an opportunity 
to find a carefully selected clip at the beginning of the episode before I welcome the guest to kind of take you back to that place, to create atmosphere. But like you mentioned earlier, you have to be careful of not overdoing it, and you have to be careful not to interrupt the flow of the interview. But I have to tell you, Freddie, the listeners consistently tell me that they really enjoy those moments on the show, that they feel like it really adds a cinematic feel to the uh, episode. No, I agree. I, I definitely agree. Um, I think it's uh, it's therapeutic to listen to the great uh, output from your guests and, and how you can apply it or what well, you can you. expect. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. And you mentioned Carrie Genzel earlier, who mm -hmm. uh, many may remember her time on All My Children. Such a talented lady, very intelligent lady, very compassionate lady, a true professional. And Freddie, thank you for mentioning her blog, State of Slay. I would like to let folks out there know that on many episodes of Hollywood and Beyond, especially lately, you can hear Carrie Genzel on a promo she does for State of Slay. And there is information during those promos of how you can read her blog and, and, and all of that good stuff. So I'd like to let folks know that State of Slay is actually one of uh, the sponsors of Hollywood and Beyond. And I would just like to take this time to thank Carrie uh, for all of her encouragement and, and all that she's done for, for me and Hollywood and Beyond. And Freddie, before we get back to you, I'll share something with you and the listeners very briefly. Speaking of Carrie, mm -hmm. she has a special place in my heart, and I don't know if I've ever shared this with you, but the first interview I ever did was in the written version. I didn't even have a podcast show, right? And uh, for an online magazine, and the first interview I did was with Carrie Genzel. I didn't know that. Wow. I didn't yeah. even know that. So that's why, Carrie, you know, I always tell people, you know, that's who my first interview was with, was, was Carrie Gonzalez. So how lucky can, can I be? Well, Freddie, you have uh, been getting nominated for so many awards lately. It's hard for me to keep track. I was thinking <laughs> of getting a, 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 like a chart out and going, let's see, nominations, <laughs> wins, nominations, wins. Um, you know, but so I'm going to let you uh, share some of that right now. And then we're going to be talking about a festival that you and others collaborate together and you have an announcement to share as well. But first, why don't you share what, uh, some of these uh, nominations and awards you've been receiving lately? And first of all, yes. congratulations, my friend. Very, no, very so happy much. for you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'll definitely. I'll talk briefly about the awards. And then if somebody wants to call in or comment or something, uh, we'll open up to that. And then after that, after the calls, we can definitely, if you want to, go with the MLC awards. But yeah, the, I good. would say, you know... It, in a nutshell, um, uh, it, you know, the awards, the MLC awards is our second season. We've been doing that for a little over a year and, uh, that started in the community, but, uh, what led me to the, to, to do the MLC awards is, is the actual award circuit that I did as a filmmaker, as a producer, as a voiceover artist. Freddie, are you kidding me? You mean like you cannot be just uh, an actor and go with that? Yeah, you can be an actor and just uh, submit, uh, have your uh, director, filmmaker submit you as a best actor for this or that or or be part of something beautiful. But you can be so many things, you know. You can help somebody promote their film and that makes you, that makes you a producer right there because you're helping them promote the film. Uh, so be sure to request credit for that <laughs> and, and for your work. Uh, yeah, I mean, some people think, well, you know what, I kind of, um, 
I recorded a 30-second audio for somebody. Well, guess what? You have a spot somewhere on IMDb as uh, the uh, the co-editor of that film. You know. So uh, anyway, it started that way. Um, I've had IMDb for a while, but I I've always seen folks who you know got nominations, etc. And I've I had done a lot of videography and videos myself in the past. And you do a good job on those as well. Thank you so <laughs> Anything much. Anything I've yeah, seen. I love documentaries on 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 the snow and the ice with um uh wildlife okay and i love paddle boarding so uh, last summer um i was able to you know, i bought one of those gopro cameras that i put on my belt and on the board and i mounted it there and i have a drone and i have uh, all different cameras so i collected real great footage on a bird that jumped in front of me a cormoran which is weird <laughs> and then i followed uh -huh. the cormoran i'm not kidding you for over an hour and wow. so, yes. Yeah, so, so I did a time lapse of the whole thing. I narrowed it down to a two-minute short film. So you got to be kidding me, Freddie. Two-minute short film? I mean, come on. That's a video. <laughs> well, it is a short film, and there's competitions out there on Film Freeway, which is one of our sponsors, and they're one of the main uh, platforms I use to submit to uh, film festivals. And you can, um, yeah, uh, there's micro short films. There's one-minute films. There are 50-second films. I, I'm not kidding it's it's something that that's out there and most people think of academy awards and that's it they don't look beyond anything else maybe they think of sundance festivals anyway uh things opened up my mind i had submitted for uh for an actual awards prestigious awards uh for uh, for an audiobook i had done um and uh, sense of the sun because it was so popular etc um unfortunately i wasn't nom i was not nominated and i thought wow I, I think I blew like $150 in the submission fee months before. It just kind of felt, I felt like, what? But it didn't push me down. It almost like helped me to get back up and to perhaps uh, look into the freeway, which is what I call film freeway, and look into that and see what have I created in the last two years that I can submit. And so I put together uh, two or three documentaries in the course of two months, I started submitting them, and uh, little. And, and this was about weeks after we spoke last time. Actually, that's why you won't find any of this in our in my previous interview. And little did I know that at the end of October, I hear from the Berlin Flash Film Festival, <laughs> uh, uh, nominating oh, wow. my documentary. And I said, "Are you kidding me? <clears throat> I got a nomination." Yeah, and it will air in Berlin, uh, and your documentary will be viewed there. So film festivals, I started realizing what a great promo tool to promote your work worldwide. Some people Absolutely. think you got to purchase an ad. Yeah, some people think you got to purchase an ad here and there so that your work is seen or you got to be part of this group or, or, or on this social media. No, uh, not necessarily. Film festivals are amazing, amazing, an amazing opportunity to get your work uh, be seen for producers and filmmakers to see it. So that was a Very starting exciting. level for me. Yeah, and so I, it started that way and, and then more uh, awards came in. And... The uh, piece of uh, chasing my friend, Mr. Cormorant, which is the actual Cormorant short film, two-minute short film that I mentioned, it has been my most successful um, documentary in the in the award circuit. In that, people love the voiceover work I do. I do on that documentaries, as you know, you can incorporate music and you can narrate them uh, in a way that can kind of guide the view. 
And so in the two minutes, I, I was able to put together the uh, concise amount of words and make that a two-minute, a beautiful uh, two-minute documentary, which a lot of people said in those two minutes, I felt really good. I love birds, but you kind of make that experience of your encounter with the cormorant really come alive on the inside of me. And I think I got that feedback several times uh, out of people. It makes me happy. A lot of that makes me really. So, so you, wonderful. You, you, you touch people, you win accolades, and then um, that goes onto your IMDb if it's an IMDb participating fest. And boy, I've, I've helped other filmmakers, not just my own work. I've helped um, uh, Wolf Films, uh, my great friend Jaquez Wolf from Chicago with uh, his um, short film Tip or Treat, um, for which I was nominated three days ago for Best Actor. And tomorrow, May 5th, uh, we'll find out <laughs> if um, I posted my link, Moyano Lingua, over there. Wow. I will announce it there. If it happens, it will be there. But I was uh, in New York, uh, best actor, the best actor award. Uh, so I mean, uh, endless opportunities, and then it keeps you pushing. It keeps you to create, and eventually say, "Well, we've been doing for a year this uh, film festival in the community. I'm going to put it on the freeway," and that's what we did. We put it on film freeway, and uh, sure enough, uh, it's been going since last year. And uh, the MLC awards, but we'll talk about it later. Are they've been a success? Great sponsors. But I don't, I, I'd love to hear from our listeners. I don't mean of some far on questions on what, what I've, what I've talked about so far. I don't know if there's anybody interested and feel free yes. to dial, you know, if anybody's out there that would like to speak with my guest, Freddie Moyano or myself, go right ahead. And it looks like we have somebody. So let's go to this person right away. Here we go. Hello. Welcome to Hollywood and beyond. Hello. Hi, Hi how are you today? It's Latrina. Hi. Latrina. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm the author of The Eyes of Perfection. Well, nice to be speaking with you today. What a great novel, Latrina. Let me tell you. You just don't know. There's a, uh, Stephen, just for those of you and listeners, if you don't know, this novel has so many. I'm not spoiling anything. Uh, far from that, you know. It has a lot of twists and turns, you know. And and I'm not one who reads the novels that I that I narrate. I like to discover them little by little, okay, as I narrate them, because it, it keeps me hooked. And this one is one surely is one of those. I mean, it's. A <laughs> but this sounds very interesting. Uh, looking forward I, to learning more about it. it, it I really appreciate you listening today. My question for Latrina, real quick, is is was is that your first novel, or you had written that, some that before? Was the first that was the first. I've always written different pieces, but that was the first novel. Wow! Well, I mean, congratulations! It, That's wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> Do you have a it, second one in the works already? Well, I've already pub I published two um, last year, October twenty nineteen. Uh, Camilla Safe Haven and Hearts and Poetry, and I'm working on my next book. Uh, I may publish it this year. Well, please keep me uh, updated. That sounds uh, can we know? Interesting. Can we can we reveal the title of that upcoming book uh, by any chance, Latrina? Uh, the upcoming book is Joan Bear Lipstick. Oh wow! Well, is that like a thriller or it poetry? Is. It's, it's um, a part. Will be part three series to Camilla Safe Haven. So, wow! Um, Camilla Safe Haven is part two to The Eyes of Perfection. So I'm just curious. Nice. 
And I'm looking forward to narrating that one as well, by the way. I'm, yes. I'm very excited. <laughs> uh, I'm very, very excited. It, it, it just, it transports you into, and that's why I'm using some of the sound effects too, as I mentioned, you know, uh, it, it just really transports you into the, it's like watching a movie, but at the same time, how do you do to bring in new characters or try to f modify the pitch? Yeah, that can be done, but you know, the sound effects really do help and the good flow. And, and I'm really glad that promo trailer has been doing great because that's a good way to promote the book and everything. And, and there's still two festivals left uh, to, to pronounce themselves on, on, on that one. So we'll, we'll knock on wood. Perfect. Well, uh, I would like to say that uh, you're welcome to email me at Hollywood and beyond show at gmail.com and I'll be happy to share your projects on my social media pages or Freddie can send that information as well. And I would be glad to do that for you. Thank you. Yes. You are and most uh, welcome. On that Moyano. She's a, my, our first caller, Freddie, my first official Podbean live caller. Well, I, you couldn't have gotten a better I feel one, like she should you. win an award or something. <laughs> Well, we're all winners here, I think. I think this is a good way to share the experiences and everything we do and, and, and such, you know, I'd say. It, it sure is. And you know, Freddie, you are one person that uh, definitely would not want to be getting a sore throat <laughs> with, all <of> the, <laughs> with all of the audio work that, that yeah, you have in store for you. Yeah, it keep you away for a couple of weeks, let me tell you. You just yeah. don't want to compromise anything on your vocal cords or your nasal properties here. And mm -hmm. uh, speaking of that, real quick, before we change into the MLC Awards, uh, I'm sure, Latrina, you're welcome to 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 stay here with us. I, I there's a um, there's the uh, actual uh, trick of the tea. I love uh, there's a tea that I drink. It's called I'm gonna type it for you guys. It's called the poor tea. Uh, well, please do. And yeah, I'm gonna. It's 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 so hard to to spell that I I'm afraid I would I would misspell it. Um, so this tea is my secret. Is my secret to. Um, I don't know if it came through on the chat. I yes, it, it did. Poor yeah, tea. Poor you. tea. So, so anyway, that one, I, I usually drink about a cup of it every morning. Uh, and it's a uh, tea from, from China. I get it from a San Francisco vendor online. And I, I love, well, there's different brands, but that, that, that one is the one I get. I drink it in my vocal cords. I actually had a whole mug of it before this interview because I'm not one... <laughs> to sing or to talk out loud or to preach or anything with my voice too much because it's just, I'm always low key. That's why even like, um, on, uh, on my, um, on my, uh, you know, video interventions, like my, my blogs, video blogs that I do on Instagram, you can, you don't see a ton of expression on me because I'm used to to act screen screen acting and that and that kind of stuff. But and I don't want to raise my voice too much. But yeah, this tea is amazing. Sure, you have to you have to take care of your voice when, I mean, especially being a, obviously a voiceover artist and as a podcast host, I, I'm very cautious of when the weather's changing or I want to be careful. I if I have an interview coming up that you know I want to be sounding the best that I can. And um, there's nothing like getting, uh, you know, not feeling well or something before an interview if it involves your voice. That's the one thing you don't want to have happen. Exactly. Well, I'm just having such a wonderful time speaking with you, Freddie. How <laughs> about uh, this uh, exciting uh, news that you have to share? 
Um, and, and I'm just going to let you uh, go right to it um, involving the festival. I'm very excited for you to share this information. Well, and before I do, I just want to uh, mm, say thank you for uh, for this platform because I just put another link. Uh, that's my Instagram. Um, uh, I see it right Instagram. there. Yeah, so you can go there because I post a lot of the updates on the ISO Perfection and everything that I do over there. Okay, and it also goes on well, Facebook, etc. But yeah, uh, the biggest announcement here, and I'm so thank uh, thankful that you uh, accepted is that uh, Hollywood and Beyond Show is an official sponsor to the MLC Awards. And uh, the MLC Awards are very happy to have you. He, to have you as a, as a, as a senior panelist uh, to help us every three months, um, help our team of panelists judge uh, those films that come through. I know you have uh, plenty of experience, as you mentioned, with many guests uh, as an actor, as a writer, etc. So I think it's going to be a great... Uh, acumen to have you on on the on board. Well, thank and you, Fred. I appreciate that. Yeah, and also the fact that once every that you agreed uh, to uh, interview one of our lucky uh, twenty plus award winners that we announce every three months on the show. Yes, that you have agreed to. Uh, you know, we'll we'll have to pick one. It's going to be randomly chosen. Mm, so don't think that you won't be if you're listening out there whether live or later on, don't don't think that you don't get a chance or no. It can be a filmmaker. It can be an actor, an actress, somebody who we believe um, not only uh, wants their work promoted, but deserves having their work promoted. Uh, and, and, and remember that the MLC Awards, which we'll talk about next, of course, uh, they're going to be allowing you to, they're going to, they will allow your cast and your crew to win for you if you don't win as a filmmaker. Uh, so that's one of the things that sets us apart a little bit here, you know, uh, when we talk about award winners. But yeah, I think we thank you so much on behalf of the team, et cetera, that you agreed to join us. And uh, yeah, I, I'm going to be sharing while you most uh, in the next minute. Yeah, the, the, the Film Freeway link to submit where you can see Stephen Beringham listed as one of our senior panelists. Um, I'm going to, I'm actually going to be typing it right now. So, well, thank you, Freddie. I appreciate that. Now this might be a good time to share any websites or information as far as where people can go to learn more about not only uh, the awards, but like everything else that you've discussed today. Yes. Uh, I just sent the uh, film freeway link on the chat. So you guys can know, um, you know, where to find it, etc. cetera. Uh, there's another public portal where I post a lot of my stuff. Uh, it's facebook.com uh, forward slash the Freddie Moyano. But the film freeway is filmfreeway.com. And then it's MLC Awards. Uh, MLC that, by the way, starts, it kind of started, as I mentioned, in the community over a year ago, et cetera, stands uh, for, Mobster Latino comedy. Those are three okay. ingredients. <laughs> I know. Well, those are three ingredients that really uh, and that really have always attracted me out of things. There you and, go. And going back to Latrina's novel, that's that's another some of the things that really attracted me. That darker, that dark thing, you know, the mobster touch of some of the some ah. of the characters, right? <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I, I so. 
Now, does it have to be uh, just mobster? No, I mean anything that's uh, like dark drama, dark comedy, or uh, Latino. Now, Latino meaning like a Latino flavor is somebody uh, you know incorporating some of those flavors in their characters and how things are written and um, like um, um, you know how things are told, etc. Because uh, obviously that's my background, but at the same time, I think uh, the Latino voice needs to be heard as well. And then the comedy. Uh, the comedy is so important. Uh, it's one of those things that I haven't done much as an actor myself, but I enjoy it a lot. Uh, I have the pleasure to say that my dad is not only my dad, he's my best friend. I talk to him in Spain a lot over the phone daily. He makes me laugh big time. And a lot of people tell me that his sense of humor carried on to me. And then that kind of spark that you see on Tip or Treat, um, which is uh, that film that I mentioned, which requests Wolf, etc., has a lot of my dad there and stuff from what I've been told. And anyway, um, yes, um, I kind of lost my train of, train of thought a little bit. Oh, <laughs> no, you're doing wonderful. <laughs> I don't want to appreciate the all microphone. The Thank but, yeah. you, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, you have so much going on. No wonder you might have uh, lost track. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, hey, that's yeah, a good yeah. that's a good problem to have. You know, that sure beats the yeah. alternative. I could it? say that, yeah. I could say that, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. The MLC Awards has been a blessing. You know, back on track, of course. Uh, yeah, it's uh, we're right now finishing our spring window, and it is um, it's uh, we're we're about to announce our official selections uh, next week, and actually they're going to be announced right on the tenth. Yeah. So on the 10th of May, 2020, official selections will be announced. We have received, um, we have received over 60 films, uh, for in the last two, two, in the last two months, which is when the window started, uh, <laughs> from all over the world. A lot of them from wow. the United States. Uh, we have videos. You can submit music videos, creative videos, your web series. If you have a web series episode, you can, yeah, by all means, we want to see it. Uh, Midwest made productions from most of the states here up in the Midwest. Uh, we have been uh, showcasing those at a special rate because I'm based in Wisconsin. So I, I kind of wanted a lot of the Wisconsin artists. And we've seen a lot of good work from uh, Madison-based, Milwaukee-based, uh, in artists, uh, students, uh, uh, yeah, uh, that's, uh, and then we, I love Westerns. Westerns is, if you watch a Western film, I mean, I grew up in Spain. Spain is where, if you, if you will, well, uh, spaghetti Westerns were filmed. Okay. In yes. the Southern part of Spain. Some people think it's uh, somewhere else, but no, in uh, Almeria and the desert in Spain, that's where you used to, used to see Clint Eastwood, Eastwood and all of those great actors. Um, battle uh, over there for uh, for money and <laughs> for all kinds of things. <laughs> I think Westerns have a great flavor. Westerns uh, incorporate the MLC award spirit big time because uh, they, take a look at the costumes, guys. Take a look at the, the lines, epic lines that are exchanged there. The action, the betrayals, the <laughs> psychological <laughs> factors that go into that. Um, yes. I I'm a big fan of Westerns. We had ha we have had quite a few Westerns in this window, and I hope we get more and more. Um, adventure. Adve we created a new section that's called the Adventure Fantasy VFX Feature or Short Films. So Westerns 
in the AFB that I just mentioned, they can be shorts or features. Everything else is short films. Uh, we have received great, uh, I mean, films that I I was just thinking, I cannot believe these films have been done independently. Uh, these films are better than many of those films that I've seen in Hollywood myself. Uh, and some of my people on the panel have been commenting and saying, Freddie, this is great. We're going over pre-selections right now still. And remotely, we share, it's a, it's a network of panelists that we have remotely shared, which is great with this COVID-19 thing, you know, that, that ability that we already had in place, you know. And um, the one thing I want to mention is not everything is online. People are just thinking, well, if MLC Awards, you, you guys are just an online film festival. No, we uh, have uh, February um, Gala in Green Bay in 2021. Uh, we couldn't. We were going to have a similar event, but because of the COVID situation, we couldn't after season one. So definitely February 2021, uh, we will uh, have our gala in Green Bay, where we will uh, showcase in front of a live audience the films that uh, went in the main and extra categories, okay, and the actors in, in that. So as long as the actor is in the movie, that movie will be shown to a select live audience. There will be awards. There will be a red carpet event. It's going to be cold outside, but it's going to be warm inside. You know, it is Green Bay in <laughs> February. I get it. Yes. But, it, it, but if it's you a little really want to be there, it, yeah, if you really want to <laughs> be there, uh, it's uh, we won't have any snow on the red carpet. I can tell you that much. It's going to be really worth, uh, worth it. And hopefully we, we, it can be safe to fly and to drive over, et cetera. You know, that's for sure. But, um, well, uh, but, I know. really appreciate you sharing all of this information and, and for uh, the connection we now have together with Hollywood and beyond. Thank you so much, Freddie. And Latrina, is there anything mm -hmm. that you'd like to share uh, as far as uh, information or links by chance? She may have stepped away and that no problem Hello. with that. Hello. Well, She's let's here. see, Freddie. Hello. Oh, there She's you here. are. <laughs> I just wanted to see if you would like to share any links or information about your projects at this time. Uh, yes, I have my, um, and I can put it in the comments. Sure. Uh, link to uh, my Amazon website. Great. I'll put it in the comments. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yes. That's, um, and, and, uh, while she does that, yeah, just, um, um, once again, say that how excited we are that you're on board, uh, Stephen, with the um, with the judging and, and all of that. I uh, I just uh, I just saw that Amazon link come through, which is great. I did too. Am Thank you so much, Latrina. Yeah. Amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Latrina Mitchell, and uh, that uh, yeah, that's uh, that's. That's I, I love uh, anything that's got to do with Amazon authors, etc. It's a great platform for for authors to get their work out there. That's what I use for audio, and and yeah, that's uh, definitely the way to go on that. Well, Freddie, thank you once again for being my guest, mm -hmm. Katrina. It was a pleasure to speak with you today as well. You too. Thank you. Thank You're you most so much. welcome. And and Freddie, before we conclude here, I just thought I would mm -hmm. ask. What is your favorite part about being a voiceover artist? 
boy that's a kind of a broad nice question to to <laughs> my I, you know or I think what do you enjoy part, most about the experience of being a voiceover actually it's the feeling that every time i narrate every time i narrate something that experience and thought that whatever i do is going to be there for many years uh it's going to be like a legacy meaning by that uh, we're all on earth you know temporarily right and when god calls us to go uh, uh to heaven then we will have to you know and and but what can remain legacy wise uh to and 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 that is uh the work that you create whether you do audio voiceover whether you do um films as a producer which i mentioned it doesn't take too much to become a producer and a great one and uh the legacy piece the i don't know if you, if you call eternity piece but uh uh, you can always go and listen to, you know what, Freddie may not be here now anymore or whatever, but I can still listen to what he did back in 2016 when he started, etc. So uh, that feeling is what gets me going, other than the fact that I love doing voiceover. I love doing, I love acting. Uh, I love it when I get an audition from my agent in Chicago. Uh, I've been doing great works like Killer Couples, uh, one appearance. Uh, if you uh, and I'm gonna put my IMDb uh, link real quick, but uh, I have been doing a lot of that, uh, and that pushes me too. Uh, I love voice acting. I love acting. I love producing. So um, keeping busy. Well, that's a beautiful answer. Thank you so much, Freddie, and thanks again to. Um, uh, uh, Latrina for being the first caller here on Hollywood and Beyond Podbean Live presentation. And uh, Freddie, all my best to you. Please come back again soon. There's so many more things we can discuss about. For sure. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to listen to the interview that you will do out of one of our uh, winners. Uh, in the I'm weeks looking after forward to the, it. We're going to be announcing them in June, early June, in the weeks after. Uh, within those weeks, uh, that interview to help showcase their work, et cetera, this live interview on this beautiful, wonderful, wonderful platform. And, uh, yeah. Uh, and, and I, and I'm thankful for Latrina to, to have joined, uh, yes, and called, thank you, et cetera. I, it was a pleasure to speak with you. Wait, how do you do the applause, uh, effect there? Uh, speaking of sound effects. Yeah. Uh, I think that, um, <laughs> you and her both des deserve that most definitely. <laughs> thank you. That, that was pretty cool. I only that wish was it was nice. much longer, but yes, yeah, that that goes out to both of you. So I was uh, I was a, a bit scared that you were going to boo me, like uh, you know, like uh, no boo for you, <laughs> uh, not this time, Freddie. We'll see what happens next time. You can just we never hear know. The boo? You know, can you could have one off day and come in here, and I just you know it may result in a boo, but let's hope that doesn't. Happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, no, thank you for inviting me. I'm very thankful. Thank you guys most for listening. Welcome, and yes. It, it was a pleasure to have you on, Freddie. So take care. And I'd like to uh, let the listeners know that on the next episode, there will be a Hollywood and Beyond uh, interview with uh, uh, a live presentation on here, I should say, that with someone that I am not sure who it will be yet, but I am already working on my second guest for a live presentation. There's a lot of new episodes also that's going to be published 
more in the standard version, which is recorded off the air in advance, so to speak. I have several episodes on the way, including the owner of the Hollywood Museum, who is sharing the history of the Hollywood Museum in the heart of Hollywood, Danielle Dadigan. So please be on the lookout for that. Well, this is host Stephen Brittingham. Thank you to my special guest, Freddie Moyano. He is definitely a true pleasure to speak with. Thank you. I'll catch you on another episode of Hollywood and Beyond. Take care. and Beyond podcast created, produced, and hosted by actor and writer Stephen Brittingham. Thank you for listening.